0: Welcome to flourish where we discuss how to nurture coach and inspire the children we love at any age to let their genius blossom i'm your host diane Planaden, and today's episode was inspired by a listener our jobs as parents and educators is to really bring out the best in children and let them reach their potential naturally Sometimes there's outside influences that get in the way and They're beyond our control Because you cannot control other people But you can identify them as what they really are and Those are bullies So how do you deal with a bully? Well It used to be the word bully meant good Bully for you, but now bully means bad Bad, and I'm gonna read you the definition from the Merriam-Webston dictionary. It now means abuse and mistreatment of someone vulnerable by someone stronger or more powerful, prone to or characterized by overbearing mistreatment and domination of others. But bullying's here to stay, so we need to find a better way to handle it as individuals to re-engineer our own brains to identify a bully and remember how to deal with one. Mental health is so sacred and humans are scared for different reasons at different times and we are living in stress a lot of the time which is not good when you're learning, or creating, or taking a test. So we need to figure out how to keep care of our own mental health. Our natural instincts tell us when we're afraid, we're gonna run, hide, or fight back. That's survival mode. And that survival mode, uh, whether you are being chased by a bear or dealing with a bully, dealing with an adult, dealing with somebody at work or some somebody at school, it, it can be anywhere, really. Bullies have no boundaries. The trouble with bullies is usually that they're in familiar territory. We have nowhere to go. If you're a child going to school every day and that bully's at your school, you're going to see him every day. Just like an adult, if you're going to work every day and somebody's out there pushing your emotional buttons because you're giving them the permission to do so, you're going to see him every day. So, everyone first thinks about children and they like to point the finger at children about how mean children are to each other Well, I'm here to tell you they're learning those things from adults Yes adults Who are raising them? adults who are teaching them? adults who are creating these movies and games and the internet. YouTube recently changed their guidelines online, so thank you YouTube, because now if you post on YouTube, then you have to literally outline if your content is child friendly or not. So we are making progress. Thank you. So whether you're watching a movie, or a show, or a play, or whatever, tough guys and prima donnas are really what is reflected that people should aspire to. And sometimes the the good guy wins the day, but sometimes the bad guy wins. And, well, you don't need to be like that bad guy, or girl, whichever have you. Just think about Dr. Seuss. He used to say, why fit in when you were born to stand out? And I just absolutely love that because it encourages originality. And bullies don't like that. What bullies want is conformity and for things to be done their way. They don't like change. When I previously spoke to you about Nicholas in grade two and changing schools so many times one of the things I didn't mention was beginning in grade two with one of the school changes he was actually bullied in the in the form of being name called and he was the new kid in school and yes everyone likes to pick on the new kid but day one he was being called a tooth whale, which he had none of the above. He actually came home <laughs> and said, hey, mom, I'm a bucktooth whale. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> what? He says, yeah, all the kids gave me a nickname. And I said, oh, well, okay. We like whales, don't we? They're beautiful creatures. He's like, yes, Mom, I do love whales. And I said, well, that's very nice then. I decided not to broach the subject with his teacher because I knew Nicholas was changing schools. And I I really, I didn't even need to go down that path because I had already know, I already knew that it was not the place for him. And was lucky that we could physically change schools. It reminded me, I needed to pay attention. I needed to pay attention to ensure that someone as lowly as a bully was not going to rob Nicholas of his opportunity to learn and create. You can't do that under stress, very difficult task. Your mind is not in the creative process. And I've mentioned before that test-taking is stressful enough at school. You don't need more to worry about or think about. When you're worried and your surroundings are negative, then your thoughts become negative. Then your, your own self-worth becomes under fire, under your fire. Wouldn't it be great if we could just teach our children how to look to the future and know that bullies are just that. Insecure individuals who usually have more self-doubt than the rest of us. Picture a duck floating on the water, looking so peaceful and serene, but meanwhile, underneath the water and nobody can see this unless you're underwater is those feet moving fast 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 so we all see what's on the surface but we don't know what's going on underneath and I'm just saying that when a bully is feeling insecure in their life they will wear that emotion on your sleeve They will try and get rid of it by projecting it onto someone else. So just keep that in your back of your mind when you're coming across somebody. When they are feeling unworthy, they will tell you you're useless. When they have nothing to look forward to, they will literally tell you, you're a loser. And do not, do not even process that information. That person, they're feeling depressed or anxious. We have no idea, but the only way they know how to feel better about themselves is to put somebody else down. And it isn't reserved for children. Adults, I'm sorry. Some people think they're living in Neverland and never have to grow up. It's time to grow up. Bullying isn't cut and dry. There's a few different types of bullying, physical, verbal, social, meaning gossiping, and of course, cyberbullying, which gets the most attention these days. And I will grant you it, it's valid valid point. But let's start with physical. And physical abuse, punching, hitting, kicking, even just taking something that doesn't belong to you and throwing it down and breaking it out of anger or despair, that's bullying. And when Nicholas <laughs> when Nicholas was in middle school, there was junior high school in Canada, there was a, another fellow in the band, and Nicholas was so excited. He was playing the clarinet, and he was playing the saxophone, and he was really enjoying music. And I would go to school and volunteer and pop in on band class every now and then, and imagine my surprise when I see one of the other students pushing him. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Everyone knew Nicholas was smart, and he was in a smart class, and at the school, they combined everybody for things like music and gym class. But nerds were still picked on, and which is a shame. What bullies don't realize is they too have a natural gift. They're born with a natural talent. And if they would just focus on themselves and internalize and discover their gift, then wow, the world would show them that it's so much better, so much better when your talent can come to fruition. You may be wondering how I handled this, how I addressed this bullying with the school. Well, I didn't. I first addressed it with Nicholas because I didn't want to jump to conclusions that this was a bully. Maybe the guys were playing a game. Maybe, I don't know. Let's let's talk it out, Nicholas, and tell me what's happening. I was pleasantly surprised with my son. He had such confidence in himself And no, Mom, it wasn't a game we were playing. He is, in fact, a bully. However, I'm not going to give him my attention. I'm not going to validate him in any way, shape, or form. Because he will get bored of me, and he'll move on to someone else. Wow. Okay, Nicholas, that sounds like a little bit of a science experiment, but... I'm willing to let it go and you can keep me posted. I don't think it lasted another week, and said bully did move on to another child. How that parent and that child handled it, I will never know. But my point was to share that story. So if you empower your child to have confidence and know that they are amazing they just might find a way to deal with a bully on their own. Nicholas knew that a bully wins if they get a reaction out of you and show emotion and as a result, they take your power. Don't let anybody take your power. When you keep your power, that's self-empowerment, which is literally the process of becoming stronger and more confident especially when it comes to your own life and rights as a human being. So in as much as this bully in band tried to push Nicholas's button, Nicholas did not permit him to. He had confidence. and Perhaps he even felt sorry for the bully. Maybe he needed attention. Maybe he didn't have any friends. Maybe something was going on in his personal life that nobody knew about. And really it's nobody's business except his. But maybe his favorite pet died. Maybe his cat ran away. We'll never know. Next on the list is verbal bullying. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I don't know who wrote that. And as a child, I'm pretty sure I said that. but. sure that person didn't live on this planet. It it does rhyme. So it is sketchy. But since the beginning of time, words have been powerful, powerful weapon. And sometimes it's silence that really messes people up. So choose your words carefully, but also keep communicating. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you an adult example this time. I was negotiating a contract for a client and we came to an agreement with the other side and the day of the transaction came and we all met in person and I usually have a happy customer and a happy negotiation and on this day, The party on the other side was brutal, just brutal. I'm talking in my face, screaming at me because they were so upset at the results of the negotiation. Well, I was on the other side, so I tried to empathize with them as their representative wasn't present, which I now know why they didn't show up. So when that didn't work and they continued to scream in my face, I, I sat there and listened. I listened very intently, which is hard when somebody's spitting on your face. That didn't work either. This is where technology actually came in handy. I gently pulled out my phone, hit the video record button, stepped back just briefly, no sudden movements and asked them if they would please say that a little louder so I can record their every movement. That got their attention. And they retreated, and I never saw them again. But seriously, seriously, why did I have to endure that? Why? It was just wrong. I was representing my clients, and I'm a mama bear. I'm a protector, and you are not going to intimidate me, Mr. Whoever you are, or think you are, because people make decisions on emotion, sometimes, and then justify with logic. And he just thought it was reasonable that it was all my fault that he didn't get as much money in the deal as he thought he should. That was not my department, (laughs) and it was nerve-wracking. I'm going to say that out loud, but I was confident in my skill. I was confident in my discussions and my negotiations, and it was a done deal. So this was supposed to be a happy day for everyone, but it's too bad because bullies, they're never happy. Just try and keep your cool. It's not easy. It's not easy. It takes practice, takes time, but you can do it for sure. So what about social bullying, gossip? I think it's more than gossip though. It's pressure, not only from your peers. Gossip to bullies is. They like to live their lives vicariously through others. And the only way they can do that is to gossip and make up stories about other people. Well, here's the thing. You can't really validate yourself through other people when, let's face it, who really knows what's going on in another person's life? We maybe know 10% of a person's life no idea what they're going through most of the time unless well unless you have a crystal ball then i guess you can predict their future can't you (laughs) it's just one big guessing game but i think social bullying would also include intimidation by people of authority uh, abuse of power abuse of a position abuse of being someone's boss and not treating people graciously and respectfully and there is so there's i could speak for hours on how many examples there are in society now with fake news and abuse of power and how people actually believe something until it's verified we're losing the credibility factor and finally cyberbullying which I'm going to guess used to be the real word-of-mouth bullying, but now it can be bullying in an instant. You can bully somebody across the world in under 50 seconds. It's just incredible. But people do it hiding. They may not use their real names. They are very brave. Saying something to people online, which, I'm going to gather, they would never say in person. They would never go up to a person and say these things that they say online. Putting people down and excluding people on purpose. Again, that whole, oh, I feel so important because look at me and my fabulous life online. What's interesting about that is... It's just immaturity. Immaturity is the word. Adults expect children to be accountable and explain their actions. But for some reason, adults don't expect the same rules to apply to them. And there are rules on how humans are supposed to act to one another. So you must rise up. Rise above those who struggle with their identity, especially online. If you need a break, if you need a break, if you just can't handle all the gossip on social media, take a break. And I don't mean completely get offline, but you can. How about you take your dog for a walk and you leave your phone behind? Or maybe just take six months off and realize your own identity know who you really are I read a, a really good book and I'm actually reading it again because it, it, there's so many tidbits in there I, I really have to digest it but it's by Michael Daphne, and he is an amazing amazing life coach and in his book extraordinary he says Those who understand their identity are never without hope. I I really took that to heart because I personally took a break from social media (laughs) and I'm not really good at social media to be to be completely honest, but it is the way people communicate now. So I do try, but I really felt I had to take a break and just focus Focus on the show, focus on bringing you good content and not be distracted, not be distracted by that little shiny object in the shape of my phone when I really wanted to give, give my all to the global listeners now. We're, we're around the world and I'm so excited, so thank you. I, I appreciate you for listening. What this all really boils down to is communication skills and words, and how people don't use their words properly. So how do you overcome that? And there's a lot of great material out there. There's a lot of garbage too. So have that chat with yourself first. Mind over matter really does work. You have to put on your own human filters and let technology serve you. Don't be a slave to technology and all that unwanted advice from cyberspace. It's, it's out of control. So leave your phone at home, put it in the trunk of your car and just unplug for a little bit and be with yourself. I'd like to give you some ideas now to perhaps help you deal with bullies because we really need to watch out for one another. Stay mentally strong. Rise up. You do not want to give your superpower away. You do not want to give power to those who use it for evil instead of good. You are a superhero. Follow The proximity principle. You need to be around like-minded individuals. If you want to succeed, you have to be around people who enjoy success, who are striving to the same goal as you are, and can support that. It's important. Take calculated risks. I love this one. Don't worry about failure. It's how we learn. And if you ever in doubt, look at the light bulb. Thomas Edison. His teachers said he was too stupid to learn anything. He was fired from his first two jobs for being non-productive. As an inventor, Edison made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. And I could give you many more examples, which I will over time, but that is one simple one to remember. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. That still holds true today. Number four, enjoy some downtime. Be with yourself and your positive thoughts. Have a nice positive chat with yourself because your mind is a superpower. It's a CPU, your own personal computer. You can program it any way you want because emotions overtake us. And when they do, those little creepy things keep going into our mind and you might you know, start having some self-doubt, and you need the superpower to stop that and stop it right now. Believe in yourself, and don't, don't worry about what other people say. Think of the proximity principle. Be around like-minded individuals. It's not gonna happen overnight, but if you practice every day, it makes a difference, it really does. Which brings me to the final tip, build your mental muscle just as you would any other body part. It's probably the hardest workout you'll ever have and you have amazing self-worth. Don't get out of bed until you have a positive thought pop in your head because I can tell you from experience, when I start worrying about something before I even start my day, well, my day doesn't go as planned. But if you can plan to have an exceptional day and a successful day and a productive day, starting your day off right really does make the difference. I hope I've helped somebody out there today in their discussions on how to deal with bullies life is a journey so enjoy the ride we're all born with a gift we're all born with purpose and that life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within and thank you Nicholas for the show composition I adore it And thank you too for being such a positive influence and not letting that bully ruin music for you, because you've become the most amazing musician, even though that's not your occupation, but it is your passion. So I'm, I'm glad you stood up to him in a very mature way. Next week episode is going to be a bit more uplifting. It's a little bit about inspiration, and I like to think about Michael Jackson. He used to say, inspiration was really difficult. Actually, the quote is, stay inspired. That's the hardest thing to do. If you can figure out a way to stay inspired, you can make it. Well said, Mr. Jackson. Live well, my friends. I'll see you next week.